Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Happy Throwback Thursday, everybody. How's everybody doing? Hope you're having a great week. Happy New Year to everybody. Just ask everyone how they're doing like they can answer. And they can. Well, some, maybe they're driving along and they're like, oh, I'm doing pretty good, Rob. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks oh, that's asking. so sweet. That makes me so happy to hear. I'm happy that you're doing it. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Rob. How are you? How's uh, how's California? Should hold acquaintance be forgotten. There it is. And what did you do to bring, bring in the new year? Oh, it was very boring. Um, actually, no, it wasn't boring. It was nice. I, uh, my father and mother and I, we watched uh, CNN. <laughs> That's adorable. Well, because it's Anderson Cooper and Andy I Cohen. I love Anderson Cooper and Andy who, Cohen. Who yeah, were they're great, great and funny. Yeah. But my, my favorites, though, are Don Lemon and Brooke Baldwin getting wasted in new orleans wait what a, what yeah so they said really? they're really the reason to watch the show no offense to andy or anderson but the reason to watch the cnn show is because brooke Lem, brooke baldwin and don lemon are down in new orleans and they get wasted oh i don't God. mean like oh they're a little tipsy they are wasted <laughs> and having the best time of their lives oh my gosh that's fantastic. like don lemon did a wendy williams impression brooke, oh no you did <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly and then like brooke baldwin told like everybody how she used to try to get don lemon laid at different bars on new year's eve like it was they had a good time <laughs> <laughs> I love it. They had a oh, really good time. So I, I had a good time because they had a good time. But it was like really, fun. really fun. Uh, what did you do? Uh, we we hung out with Sutton's family. Sutton's mom is in town, my wife. Uh, and we hung out with her family, the Crawfords in Soho. They grandparents live uh, on Mott Street. So we uh, all hung out there and we're together with family. And uh, we had the TV on in the background. I don't think we had CNN on. But uh, it was fun. We it, It's a great time with the family because they're so lively and spirited. And they're all hippies. And so it, there's always music playing and people dancing and how fun it's, how it's fun. really fun yeah That's, really well, fun. i want i want to have why can't i well i was not invited hey you know what next time come on over next time the crawfords have a party i'm bringing you definitely because right, right, right. people listen so many people talked about the frank rich interview actually oh really and they're not yeah they're not theater people they're i mean they're the you know one was the head librarian for nyu these are family friends uh but they they were like oh that frank rich interview was really really fun so a good job on that rob and it was cool because i think we i think a lot of people listen to that interview that don't usually listen to our our pod 
Oh, great. And a bit, well, a big thank you to Frank Rich for being kind yeah. enough to take time out of his busy schedule to totally. talk to us. And that was kind enough to ask for episodes because he was like, yes. I think what you guys are doing is amazing. So thank you, yeah. Frank Rich. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he'll be a nice contrast if people want to listen to Frank Rich and our John Simon episode one after another. Which you know, will be, which will be coming isn't up, that folks. Interesting. That is fascinating. That because we we really did, you guys, Frank Rich and John Subway, apples and oranges. There, ooh, yeah, ap- ooh. <laughs> actually, apples and lemons because lemon is yeah, bitter. That is a very good one. Yeah, that is, thank that, you. Is good, um, yeah, oh, was, I want. Can I thank somebody on air? Yes, please. <laughs> like, like I don't know the rules. Can I thank somebody? I will let you do that, Rob. <laughs> thank you. I'm a guest on your show. Um, <laughs> oh boy, I hope I pronounced your last name correctly, Ed. Ed Pistrup. P-E-I-S-T-R-U-P. P-I-S-T-R-U-P? P-I-S-T-R-U-P? Ed. <laughs> P-I-S-T-R-U-P? Ed, I'm yeah. so sorry. It was so good. What did Ed do? Well, on one of the last episodes that we talked on, um, you, we asked, what, what was our comfort food? And I said, mine was Ben and Jerry's. Well, Ed reached out to me and said he works for Ben and Jerry's, and he sent me... What? He sent me ice cream coupons. Oh, my... <laughs> Ed, that is so amazing. <laughs> Right? Oh my god. That and, he, is... and he said based on our recommendations, his next show is going to be the prom. So uh that's that is that is really, really uh, <laughs> so random, but I love it. I well in the same spirit, I want to give a, a shout out to another to a listener as well that reached out to me, um, sent me an email through my website. Uh and she's uh I now I'm gonna mess up her last name as well. So Claudia, please forgive me. But her last name is but I think I have a bigger reason. Her last name is Claudia B J E R R E. So I, I don't even I I'm not even maybe the J is silent, I don't know. But she uh Claudia wrote to me and said, I have a collection of old summer stock programs, including the Kenley players. Please let me know if you guys want them and I'm happy to send them to you. So I, I was like, Yes, please. Yes! Thank you so much, Claudia. So we have some Kenley player because I that's something you don't see very often is summer stock you know programs from that era and we we talk about very the true so much but it's just good for research and i just that's so kind so thank you so much for that because that's that's good information and we love we love discovering new things and and, and presents <laughs> we love presents yeah i love presents that's amazing yeah very nice so thank you to ed and to claudia yeah my god thank you all. and once again thank you we have more people tweeting that we should have been on that playbill top Ooh. seven podcast list so thank you Ooh. all that somebody when somebody actually tweeted Felicia herself and said, this is why. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get banned from Playbill either, but. Oh, know. we're not. First of all, we're not. I don't think we're at making anybody's list. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, who wants to go first? I was looking at mine. That's why. Oh, you want to go? No, you go first. Go for it. Okay. But, okay. I apologize to oh. everybody in advance because this is a very visual favorite thing and i will post photos of this so everybody understands what i'm talking about and listeners i need your help i need your help kevin are you aware that playbill for a certain number of years did playbill trading cards (laughs) yes <laughs> yes, I did. I do, do remember. I didn't. I never had any. I I I remember it though. But do I you never, own them? No, I wish. Are you kidding me? Okay. No. So, ladies What's and gentlemen, the- I'm going to tell you a very geeky story, and then I need your help. That's my okay. campaign slogan when I run in 2020. All right, I Rob Schneider help. for president. I need your help. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone will vote for me. So, um, okay, folks. 
When I was a kid, the day after the Broadway season ended back in uh, when I was a child in the 80s, um, there you, it used to end like on May 31st and then like either the day of the Tonys or the day after the Tonys, they would put out a trading card series. And what it was, ladies and gentlemen, was it was a playbill from it was a tra- like the size of a baseball trading card, maybe smaller because I've never seen a baseball card. <laughs> I didn't play with them. Um Shaking my and, head, and it shamefully. was the cover. I'm going to show Kevin right now. It was the cover of the playbill. See that, Kevin? Yeah, holding up the life one. My friends in college had them because okay. I went to college in like '98, '99. Yeah, and then when you flipped Ugh. said card over. It gave you, it was the title page of the playbill. So that is it told, so cool. So it told you the opening night and yeah. it told you who was in the cast and all that stuff. But if, if a show opened during that season, it had a playbill card. So at the end of the season, you would buy the cards. So when I was a geeky little child, remember, because I started watching the Tony Awards when I was three years old, <laughs> one of the big highlights for me was Atta that my boy. parents would take me to Schubert Alley. Right. And at the checkout counter, there was a little small brown wicker basket, and that's where all the playbill cards were. And so every year, my mom and dad would take me to Schubert Alley. I'd buy the cards, and then it was very important. My dad had to do this correctly. We lined up the streets in our living room, and he would lay out... Like, this is the Ethel Barrymore Theater, and now card would go there. So I could have a whole overview of the season. Like, uh, uh, and the, wait, wait, and would you put the Ethel Barrymore, like, on 48th Street or yes. wherever it is, and, and, like, and make sure that it was 47th, and put it on the right street yes. and everything? So you had, <laughs> God, I love you, Rob. Oh, yes. man. How dare, even, how dare you oh, even? How dare you even ask? Of course. of course. How would you? Okay. So anyway, friends. So I'm looking now. When we moved away, and then it was always such a treat because my uncle Irving was the one who was tasked to go and get them for me when we were living in California. And Bless you, Uncle passed. Irving. So I missed a whole bunch. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, this is a tradition. I know nothing about how these cards came to be. I don't know anything of the history of the cards. Every time I Google it, all that comes up are the Lights of Broadway, which is the new series that they do where they actually put people's illustrations like on cards. Right, squid, squid. Squid, yeah. which is genius. Yeah. So I'm looking at one that says this is the 20th series for the 1996-1997 Broadway season. So that means they must have started in 76-77. Oh, my goodness. So, folks, if you've got any of them and you're willing to either A, part with them, B, sell them, or C, let me know the history of these cards and why they, how they came to be and why they stopped, please, please, please let me know. Tweet me at Rob W. Schneider. That's my tweet, or at Broadway Curtain, so Kevin and I can both see it. And let us know if you have any of these. And I'm going to post photos. Look, Kevin, into the light. Oh, from 1987. Oh, that's old too. That's a. I mean, you guys. It, it, the he's handing, is holding it up in uh, Skype, and it's like the corners are fake. I mean, that's an old baseball card or playbook card. Right. I'm looking. I to never. S- I didn't know that they that it last. <clears throat> that long. I'm shocked that it was that many seasons. There's got to be somebody over at Playbill that knows something about this look at that grind he just held up the grind so any show that opened wow. that season was put on one of these little cards question what's yeah. the oldest one you have you know what's so funny kevin i'll tell you why i'm, I'm looking at them now oh, i found a male one from uh, the michael mm-hmm. Rupert musical m-a-i-l i am a i'm looking because um i have a huge um bin at my parents garage that uh, has all of these like all my old things in it 
And so I was going through, and I'm like, what is this like pack of cards? And I was like, oh, my God. It came back as a flood of memories. So oh. I want to see if I can get the rest. What are the oldest ones I have? I'm looking, Kev. I'm okay. looking, and I will keep looking. Uh, this it, is such a good favorite thing, Rob. I have, I have to like tip my hat to you today. It must, it must be 1985 because wow. that's the oldest one I have, the 84-85 season. Because I'm wow. seeing things like... Um, yeah, sorry, 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 everybody. I know. No, and we should, we should, I know it's like watching, but we should, we, have you looked on eBay? No, I should Should look on eBay. I like, oh, maybe 80. I have three musketeers on here. Yeah, this this it must be eighty five. It must is be eighty five. Is it in plays oh, it and is. musicals, or is it just musicals? Any show that opened that season. Oh, Quilters. Yeah, there you go. Right. Um, any show that opened on Broadway that season gets acknowledged with a card. Do you see what that says? Look at that. Stephanie Mills comes home wow, to comes Broadway. Home to Broadway. Home in quotation marks. When because I think of love. home. That's right. Love overflowing. So anyway, I feel like I have more somewhere, and I'm going to keep looking for them. So folks, folks, if you've got any, and you're willing to part, or willing to sell, or willing to give me any information on how these cards came to be, or why they stopped, please, 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 please let me know. Please. I love it. I can't can't beg you enough. Um, I I can't wait for you to get your complete collection. I hope. I, I really know. hope you know, and I'm now thinking of like when I go to the when I go to the Broadway flea market, and I, I often will see a couple of them here and there, but they don't. I I can't think of the last time they really popped up anywhere. So I can't. They obviously stopped. Help us it. out, yeah. Help so, us out, so, people. So please, people, help me. Look at Rob. I'm watching. Literally, I'm watching you guys. I'm watching Rob. He's like a little kid with his collection, and he's filtering. He's playing with them and going through them, and it's it's funny. You're gonna it's have cute. me do this at the home. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be so like, sad rob rob you want to play bridge Nah, i'm playing with my cards today I'm playing, playing with my cards, cards. anyone see too. <laughs> my senator joe card oh that never opened on broadway so we don't have it i'll trade you i'll trade you a leroy oh my gosh so anyway folks uh, this is my stack of cards if anyone can help me that would be great oh wow look look Please. look Kev. make robbie happy Starlight Express. There you go. You must confess. Yeah. So there we go. So that's it. You probably will see here more things because I'm going through this nostalgia trunk and like, oh, I posted a, my that's first fantastic. headshot today. You did. Yeah. Wait a minute. Is did that you see Instagram? it? It's on Instagram. Uh, um, yeah. It was in 1996. Denim was in. I'm literally black wearing... and white. Black and white. No, I, did, I I posted the color one. You, wait. What? Oh, wait. Hold on. Let me find you. I know we weren't supposed to have color back then, but I posted my color one anyway. It's a day. Oh, 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 wow. How old are you in this? Uh, I was 13. Wow. You're quite the, you look like very mature for a 13 year old. I Thank- mean, the denim, <laughs> the denim's aging you a little bit, I must say. But Folks, it's a it's denim good. jeans, a denim button down, wow. a gray Trevor, Nun- Trevor Nunn, eat your heart out. Trevor so Nunn, eat like, your heart out. That's his uniform. Denim and denim. Always. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he like, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Trevs. <laughs> And it's probably okay. the same shirt that he worn for like the last twenty years. Uh, that's amazing, <laughs> Rob. Absolutely amazing. So wow. anyway, um, playbill trading cards help a brother out, help a friend out. If you got them, yeah. send them my way. If you're willing to give me more information, let me know. Playbill, do you have any information? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. 
So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And if you want to just smile, uh, just go to Rob W. Schneider on Instagram and fall in love. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. I look good. And good. drink it up. Drink it up, everybody. Dr- I mean, it's a little hey. creepy. I'm saying this about a 13 year old, but you know, hey, hey, you, you look like you're you look at like you're at least 20 here. So, and I know, you know, that was, no, that was the there. major issue I used to have. That was the issue you I used to have. Too old. Yeah, I was. Well, they were always like I would get, I would be put in like high school shows, like TV shows. Yeah, and then they were like, okay, well, he can stay later because he's obviously over 18. And I'm like, no, I'm not over 18. Like, oh darn it, you have to go. Wait a minute. So you actually went on professional auditions? Oh yeah, Rob. I didn't know this about you. Oh yeah, I was. I oh, it's a long story. You want to hear it really quickly? Uh, I think I will speak on behalf of the listeners and say yes. We do want to hear this. I had I I never knew that you you were in the showbiz uh, as a child actor. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, everybody. Here we go. Gonna oh, launch wow. into it right now. Uh, here we go. So when I was twelve years old and I was in junior high, my parents got a letter. Um, that had Mario Lopez on the letter. Oh. And it said, the somebody has recommended your child to come down to the O'Brien Rotman Talent Agency. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, that is O'Brien Rotman Talent Agency to come on down uh, because we think your child is an actor um, and would be really a good fit for our company. So I was like, oh, my God, this is so exciting. Oh, and the big perk was you got to meet Mario Lopez. <laughs> Slater from Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Um, Went down there. There was at least a thousand other kids there who all got the same letter. They had you wait in line. They took a photo with you. They did a quick little interview with you. And then they had you read like a commercial copy. And then on the way out the door, you got to sign and you got an autographed copy of Mario Lopez's photo. How nice of Mario. <laughs> no, Mario. Just no. Like, then a week oh. later, then a week later, we got an email being like, your child is very talented. Um, we would like to represent them. This was very exciting for my family and me because I was like, oh, my God, they must think I'm good. Well, anyone who went that day got a letter. Didn't realize it at the time. So they sent us to a talent agency, a a management company called March Hair Management. That was the name of the company, March Hair Management. I don't know if any of these companies for legal reasons are still in business. So it would be interesting to see if they are. Um, But anyway, so we went and they were like, well, you have to get headshots with this photographer and you have to get you have to take we won't even send you out on an audition until you take a year long acting class with these with these specific teachers so th- um what i thought was my road <laughs> to stardom was actually what we call a, a scam a ra- yes. allegedly allegedly i'm going to say allegedly cuz i don't know if these people are still in business but i'll never forget this I took an acting class, the acting class. It was a commercial acting class. And she was like, okay, Rob, you're going to sit here and read the copy. And I swear to you, I said, this isn't funny. And she said, what? I said, this isn't funny. I said, because I'm 12 now, by the way. I go, there's no button to the commercial. I said, it just sort of drifts off. I said, so let's do this. 
I said, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to add a couple of things at the end if that's okay. <laughs> I swear to you, this is all a true story. I'm 12 You're years a director. old. And she goes, oh, oh, okay. And I said, is it, is it a two shot? She said, yeah. I said, no, no, no. I said, when I say this line, pan into her. I said, because then you'll hear my voice. It'll be funnier. So I did. I swear to God, I don't know where this arrogance came from. This is all a true story. I don't know where this came from. So I did like three classes with this lady. And one day she goes, are your parents picking you up? And I said, yeah. She goes, I'd like to speak to them after class. Uh-oh. So it was me and this woman. And she said, listen. She goes, I'm going to be honest with you. This is a racket. She goes, this is, she goes, none of these kids in here are any good. She goes, but your son is. She's like, so if you're smart, you'd get him out of here and get him with a real agent. Wow. That's it. Wow. So, so I went That's on auditions. Deep. I went on a bunch of child oh, auditions. So you did get a real agent then and you, 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 pers- you pursued it. I did, but I didn't like it. I didn't like film and TV. I, I found it really boring. I was in a couple of movies. I was, wow. I did, I did a, I can't believe I never told you this. I did a bunch of, I Levi, can't believe it either. A, a bunch of Levi's jeans commercials that were only aired in uh, Denmark and Sweden and Holland. <laughs> this sound now, now I feel like you're making this up. I swear to you. I swear to you. Denmark, wow. Sweden and Holland. But my favorite one, can I tell you my favorite story? Yes. And then we'll move on to your favorite thing, which is apparently oh, no, my this, career this, today. No, this is my favorite thing. <laughs> we, when I was called for background work i was called for background work because that's like how you get your foot in the door and they were like okay you have to show up to this high school tomorrow um and uh you have to dress like a normal clothes like a normal high schooler i said okay great so i go in i'm like 15 years old chubby little white kid i go in and go in and i'm like hi i'm here rob schneider and the woman who's checking me in goes are you sure and i said this is the right place right she goes yeah she says your name's on the list she goes well, this is bizarre. Okay. Um, she said, go in and wait with everybody else. So I go in and wait with everybody else. Everybody else is 299 African-American kids. <laughs> it Oops. was a music video, I believe, for LL Cool J. Nice. And in the music video, um, it was supposed to be like, he was at this high school and, the, and these kids in the high school were like running around celebrating LL Cool J and he was on a motorcycle, but it was all supposed to be actors of color. And right. accidentally I was called into all this. So I said, well, what do I do? And the direct, the assistant director was like, well, he's here. We need the body. We'll just put him in the back. I've never <laughs> no seen this music video, but apparently you'll see like 299 kids of color <laughs> running down a hallway, chanting his name. And then one pudgy 15-year-old white kid, incredibly out of breath, <laughs> panting and sweating. <gasps> oh, thank you for that. But I'll tell you when I got out of the business. Yeah? When I was told by a director I was too ugly. Oh, Rob. To my face. To my face. Oh, my goodness. Here's the story, folks. I was called in for a television show that I will not name, Gilmore Girls, And (laughs) it was me and two other guys. And all I remember was they were looking for someone to play a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And so we got, we got called down to the Warner brothers set and it was me and two other guys. And we're waiting there. And it was either the director or the producer. He like, we were behind their living room set and he was on a two minute break and he comes back and he looks at me and the other guy and he goes too ugly, too ugly him. And they gave it to the really good looking guy. And at that point I was like, Nope. I'm done. done. 
Yep. I'm done. That's a true story. I was like, I'm well, done. Good. Good for you, though. I'm done. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I was like 16, no. 17 years old. I'm like, I'm not going to be sit here and be called unattractive. Like that's right. it. That, and and that's you, can, the only... you, can, you can think that, but I'm also like, I'm 17 years old. And that was one of the reasons I got into directing. Cause I was like, I don't want anybody to be treated the way a lot of these actors were being treated, the way I saw them being treated. It was atrocious. And this was all before me too and bullying and Twitter. It was horrendous. The things that I saw. Wow. It's a good thing you got out then. And I became a director. I think it is harder for kids too. I think it's much harder because you're learning. It's still an impressionable age and you're, you're in a world of adults and they're going to treat you like an adult really. So it's, it's I just, hated it. I hated yeah. it. And there are some people who love film and television and they yeah. thrive off of it. I am not one of those people. I hate you it. Like, you like witnessing it. Like you're, a, you're the biggest movie TV buff I know. But as far as being in it, Yes. Because you know, like you, you, I mean, you, it doesn't stop you from watching movies, you know, it doesn't stop you from watching all your TV shows, but just the, the being a part of uh, the audition process and all that, that's, that's interesting. What's that thing that people say you don't want to see how the sausage gets made? Yes, 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 I, yes. I like the sausage. I just don't like seeing how right. it gets made. And that can be taken on many levels. Uh huh. There you go. As can I. Well, yes. Oh, <laughs> Thank well, you. Well, my favorite thing is a movie today. Oh, God. Um, I'm happy I asked. <laughs> and it's not. <laughs> So I don't know if you could have been in this movie, actually. I think you would have been too young to audition this movie. I was probably too ugly. It was, ni- it was 1996, so you were definitely – well, you could have been – you know, you had been like 10 or something like that. I would have been 13. Okay. So maybe you, you auditioned for uh, this Mike Nichols-directed film um, that I, I watched it again recently, and I had not seen it in a very long time. It is uh, there, You probably already know what it is because um, we've talked about it recently. But I, I, I'm so struck by how much musical theater people are involved in this film. I'm talking, of course, of The Birdcage. The Birdcage. Um, it, and I, I think everyone should go and watch it again. It is such a great – and I know we already know this. It, it's, it's hard because we say favorite things are things that are maybe perhaps lesser known or people don't remember. And this is a this was a hit sh- movie. I mean I think it was a pretty hit movie. It was a huge At hit. At the time, it was a big deal, especially because it was two loving gay characters that were not portrayed as the typical stereotypical – You know, they were, they were human beings as, as much as they could do in a you know, com- comedic film of, of a set in Miami beach, but it's, it, they really treated their relationship very seriously and very lovingly. I, at least I, I, I think, uh, and so, I agree uh, wholeheartedly. and Mike Nichols really, I read our articles about, you know, how hard he really wanted to keep it authentic and real. In fact, he actually had Rick McKay, our Rick McKay, who we lost, um, who did, did the documentary maker, he had him go overseas to like France and do research uh, on on drag performers to present to Robin Williams and Nathan Lane to educate them on the culture and what it was like for them. Which I, that rocks my world that he uh, he was a you know part of it of the process. Um, of course, you all know the actors involved: Nathan Lane, Robin Williams, um, Hank Azaria, Diane Weist, Gene uh, uh, Hackman. These are all great theater trained actors that. Um, I think it's really cool that this – they're all filmmakers. I mean film film people, but they all have their roots in theater. And I think that this film, it, you see that everywhere. I mean I could talk about the orchestrations and arrangements done by Jonathan Tunick who did all of Sondheim's musicals and all – you know, so speaking of Sondheim, you know – I love this idea, Rob, that the song – Sondheim wrote a song for one of the rehearsal sequences, The Little Dreamer. Uh, and then you get a full – almost an entire – production number of 
Christine Baranski and Nathan Lane singing Love is in the Air. And they do this whole little soft shoe thing of the song. That was a song that was the opening number that was cut from a funny thing happened on the way to the forum before Comedy Tonight was put in there. So I love that this movie has this random cut Sondheim song thrown in there. Then it also has another song that was a cut song from Follies. Can that boy Foxtrot? You know, and then it just, I think it's so wild that we have Sondheim songs in there. Um, what else was I going to say? Uh, that they treated these characters and these relationships with such, a, I, I get so choked up at the end with their relationship, Robin Williams and Nathan Lanes. And I think that they, it seems like they really valued it in a very, you know, authentic way. They wanted to really keep it true. And it's also just, it's just so freaking funny. I mean, like they, they, they said that, um, Mike Nichols would let them have one take as long as the take was what's on the script. First take good. And then they, you can watch them improv. I mean, there's a, there's one se- section where <laughs> Rob Williams falls or Nathan Lane falls and Rob Williams totally starts laughing at him. And he's not supposed to, but it's just, it was an accident. He didn't mean to. It's just so, I love it. I love the playfulness of the film. And I love that it's a celebration of so many, many, many things, but, um, but it's connected to theater in such a, in such a beautiful way. So the birdcage, I say, go, go watch it and just smile. You're, the whole time little trivia for you yes please who was originally supposed to play the two leads oh 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 uh steve martin uh no and uh you're absolutely right steve martin i can't remember i can't remember uh no it was steve martin and robin williams that's right and robin williams is going to play the other one though right robin williams is going to play the flamboyant one right when steve martin was going to be the more like you know the the less flamboyant one um but that didn't work out do you know why why was that do you know i feel like they had some sort of a scheduling conflict at the yeah. end I, I think that's the only reason wow. and so they moved robin williams up and then they moved nathan lane in well um, i'm glad nathan lane got to do a big big film like that he deserved it and that's you know and yes and also i want to i don't know why this person didn't get an oscar nomination for this performance gene hackman I think it's so funny in this film. And for somebody who mostly does drama, to watch him, that story about the leaves. (laughs) You have to, okay, friends, if you want to see good acting, watch two scenes. Watch the scene about him describing what it was like traveling down and boring, so boring, talking about the leaves. Watch him the first time. (laughs) Then watch the scene again, but watch Diane Weiss as his wife sitting next to him, who has to be the supportive political wife. It is. And watching Gina Hackman fall in love with Nathan Lane. Yes. In the woman. Like, yes, yes. <laughs> it's, it's brilliant, folks. Yeah. His performance, I thought, was great. And also, shout out to Elaine May for a great screenplay based uh, on Elaine the original, May, you know, yes. the, the foreign and film. Costumes but still. by Anne Roth. Uh, the, the theater, yeah, theatrical. Anne Roth. Keep yeah, up that so good work. And Elaine May, of course. Hello. Gosh. Funny screenplay. Funny yeah. screenplay. Have you ever seen the French film that's based on? I have not. It's very different. Is it? It's very different. The French, the French film, to me, and people can disagree, is a farce. There's no heart to it. There's no humanity. It's just a big old farce, which is very funny. This, I think, I find myself getting choked up. In oh, a lot yeah. Of and I think they do a really nice job with it. What a good, what a good choice, the birdcage. Got to, yeah. I love good that. Stuff. I love nice. that. Good. All right, so the birdcage, bird uh, which I did not audition for. I was not asked <laughs> to be in that. I was, they looked at my headshot, and he was like, he's too old. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Not what we hey, want. And uh, and if you find come across any of those playbill cards, pass them Rob's way. He's yes. desperate. He wants to fill out that collection. Yes, please, please. You guys have been so generous to us before. I'm asking right. again. I'm asking <laughs> again for your generosity. Help me out. <laughs> 
That's my campaign <laughs> slogan. Once again, I'd like that. All right. Oh, and then Friday, Friday, we're going to drop a little teaser Ooh. to something that we're going to be including in our behind the curtain show. We're, right. We did a little, we did a little teaser. So keep an listen out, keep a listen out, keep an ear out tomorrow for uh, a new component we're adding to behind the curtain that yes, I right. think we're very excited about. We are. Yeah. Get All right. Ready. Okay, everybody. Happy Til- New Year. Happy New Year. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.